Welcome to another podcast by Victoria Point Baptist Church. We are glad you have joined us today. If you would like to connect with us as we aim to introduce people to Jesus by connecting with our local community and beyond, you can find out more at vpbc.com.au. Father God, we know that there was nothing fancy about the God of heavens and the earth coming to the earth. Many didn't understand, many didn't take in or appreciate all that was taking place. But there was a deep love and compassion in the heart of Father God. And Father God, I pray today that in the simplicity of this day, maybe for good reason things haven't gone as planned, that we would stop and reflect and give thanks. God, what really is important is this morning that we take hold of the gift of life that you've made available to us in Jesus, that we take hold of all the blessing, all the joy, all the peace that ours today because of your Son. So God, still our hearts, open our hearts. May we be aware of the gift that continues to give life to us, continues to give joy, continues to give peace. God, may our hearts be open to receive all that you want us to have today as we celebrate the birth of your son. We give thanks in his name. Amen. Uh, as a young teenager, uh, I often had a number of kids uh, a little bit younger than me that would come and stay. Uh, we were in a, a regional church uh, and there was a TAFE college there. And so often the various churches would contact our church and say, oh, look, we've got our son or daughter or someone who'd like to do a six-week TAFE course. And uh, mum and dad were always very generous, and they were always the first one, sure, yeah, come and stay with us. Uh, but I was a selfish teenager. <laughs> uh, I was the youngest of four, and the other three had sort of left home, so I was like an only child, and, and I liked my space, <laughs> And so when these kids would come, uh, everyone would be happy, I dare say it, but me. <laughs> and in fact, uh, I, I know it's being recorded, I shouldn't say this, but I couldn't wait for them to leave. <laughs> I, I just wanted it back. Uh, when Kath and I were young parents, uh, we were youth leaders. And we had these couple of guys who used to, we, we quite enjoyed their company, but uh, they used to test the friendship because they used to come to our place around about 10 o'clock at night to pop in and say hello and to drink our Coke and coffee or, or whatever, as you did. So they had quite, a, one of the guys had a quite noisy car and we could hear them coming. And so Kath and I used to turn out all the lights <laughs> <laughs> and be as still as we can. Uh, but sadly, they were up to it and they'd still, without hesitation, come up to the front door and knock <laughs> and we'd let them in. And so when it got really late, we didn't mind having them, it was good fun, but there was a time where we were both thinking, I, I wonder if they're going to leave, <laughs> when will they leave? Uh, one of my spiritual heroes in ministry has been uh, Charles Price. Charles Price is a speaker from the UK, uh, and he's written a number of books, but one of them, Alive in Christ, was sort of foundational to my start in ministry. And so he was a real hero for me. Well, through a whole lot of events, he came out for Baptist Union Convention one year and we pulled a few strings and Charles Price actually came over our place for lunch. 
And, and I was just, I was blown away. This was magnificent that I could ask. And do you know, when it came to Charles Price, I didn't want him to leave. <laughs> I wish he could stay. But after he witnessed the feeding of our small children, he didn't seem to be that keen to stay too long. <laughs> So when someone visits, we have various responses according to the circumstances and who it is that's visiting. Sometimes we think, oh, I can't wait for them to leave. At other times, we're happy to have them for a while, but we're still glad when they do leave. And yet there's other people that come uh, that we never want to leave. And so we have a different response when someone visits us. Uh, most of us are aware of the story of Moses uh, we've all seen a movie or two where God did some amazing things from the people of Israel. He brought them out of captivity. He brought them out from Pharaoh and he delivered them. And I'm sure they were had in their minds somewhere, well, it's been great that God's turned up and helped us, but I wonder when he's going to leave. After all, he should have far more important things to do in this world than to look after us. I I wonder when he's going to leave. How long will he stay? So today, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, we're going to ask a question that we've been asking here in church for the last three or four weeks. What brings you here, God? Why did you come? Why would you leave heaven and come down to us on earth? And it's a good question. And God would say, well, the reason that I came was to rescue mankind. Mankind in their own heart had turned away from God and so they were outside of his love and his provision and they were separated from him. So God sent Jesus so that we could be restored, that everything could be as it should have been in the beginning. But there's a bigger picture and that's what we're going to talk about just for a few minutes this morning. There's a bigger picture. Not only did God come to restore and to reconcile us, but God never plans to leave. He wants to stay with us forever. And uh, on the screen, if you'd like to imagine these words, the Lord said to Moses, you are to receive the offering for me from each man whose heart prompts him to give. Then have them make a sanctuary for me and I will dwell among them. Make this tabernacle and all its furnishings exactly like the pattern I will show you. So not only did God come, but God wants to stay. Not only did God come to rescue the people of Israel, but he wanted to live with them forever. And he said, I'm staying. Make me a home. I'm going to be with you. Now, how we respond to that will depend largely on our view of God. If we don't have a healthy view of God, then we're not going to be too excited about the fact that God's coming to stay. <laughs> we'll be thinking, when is he going to leave me alone? But if we have a right view of God, we'll understand that the gift of Jesus is not just that he came to save us, but that God would live with us and indeed live within us forever. And so at Christmas time, when we consider this Emmanuel, God with us, it's not just remembering that Jesus came down, but that Jesus would stay and God would stay. He's not going anywhere and he wants to live within you by his spirit. He wants to have a living presence and influence that takes, puts, makes his home within you. 
So how do we understand? So this morning, what I want to do is very briefly uh, just unwrap a gift for you. Unwrap a gift so that you might understand what it's like to be in God's presence all of the time. Because if we have a wrong view of God, then that idea is not all that exciting. In fact, we might think, oh, I don't want that. But if we have a correct view of God, we all understand it's an amazing gift that God doesn't want to ever leave us, that God wants to be with us forever. In the early period of Jesus' birth, we read this, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. And this is the important part, For out of you, Bethlehem, will come a ruler who will be shepherd my people. So Jesus wants to be your shepherd. And a shepherd is with his sheep constantly and continually, minute by minute, moment by moment. A shepherd never leaves the sheep, always watching over. And this is a picture of Christmas time that God is with us. He's so close that we can call him Abba Father. And to understand what it's really like to have a shepherd. There's no better place to look than a well-known psalm, Psalm 23. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Life is full of threats and frustrations and disappointments. And sometimes we feel like we just can't go on. It almost seems overwhelming. Life is too hard. We feel all alone. But this morning, David reminds us that we're not alone. In fact, we lack nothing. We have everything that we need because we have someone a shepherd watching over us and caring for us. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. If we can capture the true character of God here, we are so happy that he wants to make his home within us. We're so happy that he'll never leave us. And what David gives us is a picture of a very good place in the midst of a difficult place a place that is satisfying, a, a place that is nourishing because God is always at work in our life. God sent Jesus as the good shepherd to watch over us, to care for us, to find happy and good and safe places in the midst of trouble. He leads me in paths of righteousness for my name's sake. So God sets a path for us. We're all aware of the evil that surrounds us. Everywhere we look, we see things that we don't enjoy and like. We experience things that aren't healthy. But the good shepherd leads us and guides us and directs us by his spirit so that we're able to enjoy a life that is wholesome and true and fulfilling, even in the midst of all the difficulty. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Each of us know what it's like to experience loss. A loss of a loved one, a loss of a job, a loss of health. And we grieve, it hurts. And all these things feel like a form of death. But isn't it good to know that we have someone that is truly good, truly great with us at all times. A shepherd caring for us and watching over us, putting his arm around us and comforting us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We have a powerful, loving, compassionate friend who is watching us and caring for us. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
God's loving kindness follows you. God's loving kindness tracks you. God knows where you are. He knows what you're doing. He knows what you're facing. And God's loving kindness goes with you everywhere. We are never alone. He is caring. He is watching. He is comforting. And this morning, I want you to understand this amazing gift, this incredible gift. You are living where the Lord lives right now. Right at this time, if you are a child of God, if you accepted Christ by faith, you are now living where God lives, where the Lord lives, right now in this present time. How good is that? Because God is present and personal and active. And so if we can get a grasp of the true picture and the true character of God, if we see Jesus as that good shepherd, powerful and compassionate and comforting and caring, if we can picture that everywhere we go, He goes, everywhere, everything we face, we experience God's goodness, then all of a sudden this idea that Jesus didn't just come, but He's going to stay, He won't leave. God came to Moses and said, I want to make my home amongst you. I'm not going to leave. Build me a house. Jesus came and said, I want to stay. I want to make my home within you. I want you to experience the love and the mercy and the grace and the comfort of the Good Shepherd. But today we need to respond because in that little reading earlier, uh, we need to notice something and it says this, you are to receive the offering for me, God said, this is to build the tabernacle, for each man whose heart prompts him to give. So it was a free will offering, in other words, uh, the tabernacle of God would only be built if the people willingly responded. If there was no response from the people, the tabernacle wouldn't have been built. For us to enjoy the love, the comfort, the power, the compassion, the leading, the guiding, the righteousness, the safe places, the nourishment, if we want to be led, then we have to respond. We have to open the gift we have to open the gift of Jesus and take it in and understand what it's for and apply it so that we might experience God's amazing love. How can we be blessed today? We can be blessed today by asking God a question. What brings you here? Why did you come? And it will bless us beyond words if we listen to his answer. I came to rescue you and restore you because I love you. But that's not all. I came down from heaven and I will never leave. I want to make my home within you by my spirit. I want to take up residence. I want you to be the house in which I live so that you might experience my love, my mercy, my grace, my compassion, my comfort and my power. How good is that? What brings you here, God? Why did you come? He came to rescue but importantly, he came to stay. He doesn't want to leave you. Unpack the gift. Enjoy the present. Take hold of all that God wants to bless you with. God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You've bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and you send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes through the death valley, I'm not afraid when you walk by my side. 
Your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel safe and secure. You serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. And I'll be back home in the house of the God for the rest of my life. Let's pray. Do you like to stand? And can I encourage you to make a response? The gift has been offered. The gift has been given. Jesus has come down. But there's a much bigger picture than him just rescuing us. He wants to stay. He wants to live within us. Would you invite him to come in? Would you invite the good shepherd to be the influence and the power and the leading and the guiding in your life? If you're already a child of God, would you be open to him leading and guiding? Would you allow him to comfort? Would you hand over your burdens and your worries and your concerns? Would you give him your future? Would you just rest in him, the good shepherd? Because there's a gift before us and God wants us to unwrap it and enjoy it. God just didn't come to rescue us. He wants to live in us, to bless us. Would you give thanks? Would you receive that gift? Would you respond to it this morning?